0: Hello wonderful people who live on this earth And welcome back to another podcast It's a consistency for me Anyways (laughs) So today Well, today's gonna be Today was meant to be a podcast about reacting to racist videos But In doing so, I found I fell into a rabbit hole, let's just say that I was looking for different videos to react to For my podcast today and I find a lot of TikTok videos, like a shit ton of TikTok videos with racist people tossing the N way, people just being racist in general. And instead of reacting to videos, I just, I'm just, today I decided to talk about the racism that's within TikTok. So yeah, as y'all, as, as y'all know in my past podcast, I'm not a fan of TikTok. I don't even have TikTok downloaded. The only time I really interact with TikTok is when people repost it, you know, on Instagram. Like, Instagram has become the name, the, another TikTok. Because apparently they have reels now, which is really unnecessary. But they're following TikTok because they see the trend of these short videos. There's a conversation for another time. But yeah, I want to talk about the racism that it's in that is in TikTok. So, come with me. Come along. Let's go down this rabbit hole together. Let's enjoy this moment together. And it's Black History Month. And I'm Black, so... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Now, a lot of y'all should know what TikTok is, hopefully, because it's like it's like one of the biggest like mainstream apps that are out there right now. It's so for those who don't, I don't know if you, but for those who don't, TikTok is a platform where you can post videos like little skits, tricks, jokes, and all those other things, dances, entertainment, anything that is made for entertainment, basically. And recently, TikTok has bring up their number to 13 minutes, which is crazy. I didn't know that. I only went doing research. I found out they are at 13 minutes, which is crazy. Not, not 13. What the hell? Three minutes. <laughs> they are at three minutes. Because normally, I remember back when it was, back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, of um musically, it was like, within like 60 seconds, Now it's like 30 minutes. It's like the the, min- the minutes are growing and growing more. Soon it's going to be like 50 you're gonna become YouTube. Now how tick how TikTok got racist, I don't know. It's like every other social media app. You're gonna have people who are under who are ignorant, racist, they're just rude, just blatantly rude. And TikTok is accessible for them. It hold it holds a lot of them. You hold like you have the TikTokers who who say the N-word, you have TikTokers who sh- do racist acts, who blackfish, who use um, the black scent, all these, ex- all these stuff, so uh, today, I shall go into it, but sit- as I said before, my video was, th- my video, my podcast was meant to be a reacting to racist vi- um, videos, I'm still gonna do it, I'm just gonna incorporate it some way along this podcast, so I hope you guys enjoy, now let's get into it. Okay, so the first thing I really want to talk about now, I have a list somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I have a list. <laughs> so I'm, So first I want to talk about the trends that TikTok created. So there's a lot of trends that TikTok created. And one of those trends being the how's your form. I don't know if you guys remember it, but I'm going to try my best to explain it. So basically how's your form? It was like, example. So for instance, if a baker was like, it was like this is how you guys bake a tres leches cake that's for example and after a couple minutes it's gonna be like since after a couple minutes the video is gonna be like okay since all the bakers are here how's my form and they'd be like have like have something that a baker would use to bake a cake okay now how that turned racist? only god knows (laughs) god knows how it did i remember a video unfortunately i can't put the video in in the podcast Cause with this with this trend it's mostly sound based. Yeah not sound based, mostly visual based. You have to see what they're doing to understand the trend. So I gotta explain it to you. So this it was this guy. And he was like <laughs> he was, I don't remember the question, but I know something is pertaining to cotton. And after a couple of minutes after a couple of seconds back, he was like, Since I'm now that all my black people are here, how's my form? And he had he was in, he was in a garden a b- bunch of cotton around that he was had this hole i think in the in the ground like this house my form y'all Yo, <laughs> telling you that took me out it was racist don't get me wrong it was racist beyond racist but <laughs> was, he was like how's my form i was like oh shit is this what we do doing now is this what who we are is this what we represent oh my god
1: Oh my god! Is this who we are? Is this what we represent?
0: And then there's the other war other um trend that's so mean. It's so super mean and so degrading. It's the hot cheetah girl trend. It's when y'all should know what a hot cheetah girl is. It's when this is when a ratchet is either a black a black girl the a ghetto black girl or a ratchet Latina Hispanic lady woman, and they they would have like they be they have this caricature where they're like they're loud in the mornings They have the hot cheetah and they have they have long acrylic nails. They have the big hoops, the red hair. Basically, that was what a hot cheetah girl was. Damn, what is he writing?
1: The Declaration of Independence? Is he okay up there? Can I go? He'll keep writing. Are you... oh, watch your mouth, little girl. Watch your mouth, little girl. Boy, Why, little?
2: I am sick and tired of this nonsense. I'm sick and tired of this nonsense. Can I go? Cause I got time for this. Uh, you're suspended. So I'm getting me any vacation for doing
0: it? Okay, oh, so now go. Bitch
3: <laughs> over here staring at me, best friend. I wish you were here to come fight this b-. She do not want to catch these hands. That's right, walk away.
0: Now, I've been guilty of laughing at these videos. I can own myself accountable for that. I have. But it really took, it really took, it really took someone to explaining and just seeing gotta understand that those people really don't have a choice when they when they're at like that. Nine times out of ten they don't they don't know any better and that's what they grow up knowing. That's how they grow up talking. That's how they grow up behaving. The household they the community that's what they what they are, that's who they are. And to just see a bunch of people making fun of them, it was it was really it was really it was really mean and really sad to see see that. And it was it was mostly the minority group people who who are in the or the less fortunate and it's it's normally the minority minorities doing it portraying this and you would see like around sometimes you see one or two white guys doing the same thing or a white girl but it's really sad cuz it's like some of some of these people really grew up in such a disfranchised homes in the community that they live in they might not have the proper language some not everyone blew grew blew up Oh, child not everyone grew up in the suburbs not everyone grew up in a stable household so so this is this is what this is how they taught this is how some of them talk. nine times out of ten this is how they talk. this is how they behave this is how they act and they, they don't know any better because this is what they grew up with and this is what they're gonna always have with them so to see people just make fun of it and just have these weird skits and something about it it was funny don't get me wrong i laughed i laughed i it i chuckle just like everybody else but you really have to stop and realize that it's not funny. It's really quite mean. It's really mis- and people take it as a misunderstanding and people use that as a stereotype against everyone, like every black person that, or every like Hispanic person that. When it's that's not the case. It's just some of us. Some of us were, were grew, up, grew up, basically quote unquote, in the ghetto, as so as we call it, and that's just that. It sucks, but it's true. That's what some of us know. That's what some of us grow up with that's that's that now we're gonna take a quick break and listen to the the words of a wise white woman
3: i know a lot of people take issue with my beliefs i'm white i'm a caucasian because Everything about me is different from an African American. I have naturally straight hair. My hair isn't nappy, it doesn't require weave. My nose is not giant, it's like African Americans. My lips are perfect, they're not too big and they're not too small, like they're just perfect. My ears, I don't have black people ears because they're really giant. Most African Americans speak ghetto. Well, when it comes to black people, I think they're all ugly and I have nothing in common with them. I'm different from African-Americans because I'm white. My figure is just like Kim Kardashian and she's a wonderful role model. I act and I think like a white person instead of a black person. I believe that I'm completely and um, utterly better than them. Like we're on two different levels. Like, okay, African-Americans are here, I'm here. White people act and think just way more mature than African-Americans. Black people, they think in a criminal way. When I think about African Americans, I feel like asking them, what is wrong with them? They're really dangerous. If an African American is on the same street as I am, I'll cross the street to avoid their chaotic, thuggish ways. Are you okay?
0: Girl, bye. <laughs> you know, damn well, that's a, that's a, that's a hot comb in your hair, girl. And not, she says she she looks like Kim K, really? She's an upside down peer, that's what you look like. And I, oh! Now, let's talk about the fact that TikTokers can't keep can't seem to keep the N word out of their mouth. So, for those who don't know what that is, hopefully everyone do know. The N word was a derog- derogatory term that was used against African Americans in slavery. So that whether it be Negro or nigger, both are bad two words. That if you're not black, just don't say it. I just. Apparently, it's really hard for it to stay out of the TikToker's mouth, especially the snow bunnies. I don't care if you're a white, Asian. Just don't say it. If you're not black, don't say it. And now let me elaborate a little bit more on that one. What I've what I have noticed is that a lot of people try and compare the N word to the word to the word cracker. If y'all know what it is, <laughs> when you when a, when a when a minority calls a white person a cracker, they're trying to compare that to it which makes no sense because cracker has no cultural significance or no they their that name was not used against them and first of all I, what i have learned is that the, the word cracker wasn't even used to degrade a white person it's the name that was given to a slave master who uses the whip you know when you use a whip sometimes when you when you use a whip it makes a, a crack sound so that's why they call them a cracker so that's that's a good tip Learn that. (laughs) Put that in your brain. So, yeah. They use it. Oh, Lord, I forgot. Somebody even used the K word. (laughs) The K word. Someone even said the K word was more significant than the N word. Stop scrolling. You're going to want to hear this, I promise. Ah! Yes, the K word is stronger than the N word, at least currently. Misogyny and patriarchy have been around longer than slavery. Just don't use either, okay? Stop saying Karen. Did she just equate saying Karen and saying the N-word? Really? One of these terms is tied to the brutal history of violence. The other term is a current pop culture trend. Karen is a sexist and racist term equivalent to the N-word for white women. I know y'all being nosy, white women let me know. Calling a woman Karen is an attempt to get rid of her woman's right
1: to stand up for themselves.
0: Karen, Susan, Becky, what's happening? Now, if I'm being honest, I personally think that N word should never should not even should have never been this big. Meaning, like we as no one should have just no one should have said it. It should have been a word that should have just been left back in the days of slavery. But I do understand when people say that Black people claim it for themselves, they took it for themselves. I understand that I do, but I feel like no one should have said it. And then people have the have this argument that it's just a word, when it's not just a word. It's a word that has so much significance and so much hate and. <laughs> it has so much hate behind it. So you, as a non-black person, saying it to a black person, whether it be funny or whatever, whatever, whatever it may be, it's just not right. And personally, I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't. If a if a non-white person wants to say it, I'm not gonna. That's not white. What the hell? A non-black person wants to say it. I'm not gonna attack you. I'm just gonna like let you let you. Be whatever you want to be. Not gonna hunt you down. Not gonna. It's just not worth it. Because even if I do beat you up or do say something, you're gonna still say it anyway. It's just a waste of energy and a waste of time. So yeah, if you wanna say, go right ahead. I ain't gonna stop you. Now there's some people who take it way out of context and just be up up, up with it. Those people I can't stand. But hey. We've made it, made it so popular as Black people within our music, within our TV shows. We took back this word and gave strength to it with each other, and we said it to say it to each other. So that's a good thing. Now with the N word, there was, there's been so many TikTokers who, who said the M word. You have one of them being blessed. I'm not sure if you know this person. You know, named Little Huddy, one named Matia, Mateo. I don't know. I don't know these people. I don't even care about these people. Alejandro and Emma Lulu. Oh Emma Lou, <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone someone called her Emma Lou, so I keep I kept calling her Emma Lou. Her name is Emma Lou. Now, the difference between now, let me let me break this down a little bit. The TikToker by the name of Emma Lou, she she had a video, a very very disturbing video.
4: Die 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 die!
0: Everyone fucking die!
3: <laughs> niggers all over the place get the fuck off me nigga. this nigga right now
0: so when these numerous videos came out with Emma Lou and her racist past child. black twitter, tiktokers everyone went in on this girl now the issue that I have with this now is that they did not relay the same energy with little huddy Mateo Alejandro and Blessed I I, can't, I don't know if it's Blessed or Blessed I don't know what his name is but it's something like that. They did not relay the same energy. This girl got so much hate. It was ridiculous. It was quite ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying that she should not should have should not that she shouldn't have been held accountable. Yes, she should have. Like the opportunities that she that she was pursuing are probably gone at this point because of what she did. All the racist facts, everything came up. Understandable. Holding her accountable. She took accountability. Her, She had her apology. Actually, let me just play the apology video for right now.
4: People, a part of the black community, do not forgive me for the violent, disgusting, ignorant language that once came out of my mouth. And they don't have to forgive me and they shouldn't. And it's justifiable and valid. I was wrong and ignorant and obnoxious and stupid, but if I cannot sit here and believe that I'm a good person and I change and I deserve love, I will literally break in half. This has become more about instilling fear in people and canceling people for the drama and the clout rather than educating and letting people know why it's wrong for non-black people to use the n-word and the implications behind it. This isn't about listening to black people's experiences or emotions when white people say the n-word and use violent, gross language. This has become about drama and having a sense of moral superiority. My parents' names and phone numbers have been leaked. They're being called. My old address from New York has been leaked. All of my parents' emails. I don't even live there anymore. There's a child and his family that lives there. Please stop.
0: The hate this girl was getting was was taken out of hand. And this is the problem with cancer culture. This is the problem with why I can't really stand cancer culture that much is that they take it too far. They leaked her address at her, at her old apartment in New York. And she clearly said that the child and his family lived there. Y'all are sending death threats to her. At what point do you actually stop and acknowledge that she actually, she's actually really apologetic about what she did. And she deserves some bit of forgiveness. I'm not saying that you have to forgive her and that's, that you don't have to. But she deserves at least some recompensation, recompensation for something. The hate that she got was immense, and she's a she's such an unstable girl. Clearly, from the videos, like from videos when she's saying the Edwards, she seems unstable. And all these death threats, all these leaks, and everything—it's just like it's she's gonna push her over the edge. Put it, it was going to push her over the edge because this is the old video. Now I know somebody go twist my words. I'm not saying that she did not deserve the hate that she got. She deserved some of it, not all of it. Death threats, really unnecessary leaking everything. Our address, our phone number, everything, our families—it was really unnecessary. But holding someone accountability should just be holding someone accountability, and not just making this person bow down to you and plead for their life. That's not what accountability is about. Now, before I go to other topic, let's talk about Little Huddy real quick. <laughs> Homeboys at the N-word, and apparently the internet broke in half. They crowned him or freaking African king.
3: Is not our African king. It is not funny, I do not find that joke hilarious. I think the only reason why people started that trend is because he said the N word, it is not cute. I am not entertained, I'm not amused by this. Then, then people complain, where's our diversity, where the black folks at. We will not give respect that we deserve or want if we keep calling little Huddy our African king when he's not, he is Caucasian. I am not impressed.
0: I don't know when, <laughs> I don't know where, on God's green earth, y'all ground him or African King. And now this is another thing that I wanted to talk about. You see how much hate Emma Lulu gets? Yeah, she got death threats. She got, she got address leaked. She got so much hate, so much hate to the point that this girl almost, almost ended her life. And you see with little Huddy now, y'all name him or African King? Is it, is this a joke? Is this a dream? Not only that, half the half of them were boys, half of the boys half the boys even said the N-word. And they didn't get half the, the backlash that that girl get. Cuz you know why? Come on, y'all are smart. They're good-looking white men and y'all instead of putting them in their place, y'all were like, "Oh, um, they didn't mean it. It's not it's not y'all makes all these excuses saying that oh, it's just a word." Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Black people need to stop. Like, excuse me. When you get denied, when you get denied going to school because of your hair, you come talk to me. When you get locked up on the street because you, you because apparently you always look like you're having a gun, you come talk to me. Don't, no, don't, and don't accept apologies on my behalf as a black person. And that's another thing that I need. I wanted to get into. <laughs> when we're holding these people accountable, you have, these, you have the white folks and non-black people in the comments saying that, oh, I accept your apology. Excuse me? Who are you? Where's the melanin? Where's the flavor?
3: Where's the flavor? Where's the flavor in this? I don't taste anything. I don't taste sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg, milk, nothing. Nothing at all. It's just bland.
0: You guys would never understand the black struggle. You would never. You would never understand the black struggle. And y'all are accepting apologies on my behalf as a black person. And you're not black and you're accepting an apology. And then you, you guys are the same person who would be like, oh, it's not that serious. Mm, Someone's not adding up. Now listen to this guy's story.
3: I assume that because we're white, we
4: don't experience racism. And coming from a white woman, I'm only talking about my own perspective. I can't speak for black people. I can't speak for any other race except my...
5: You know, about 10 years ago, my best friend, who was white, called me up. He said he had just got an account with this bank, and they immediately gave him a loan. He called me because he knew that I had a better paying job, and I had better credit than him. So I said, yeah, I am looking for a new car. I think I'll go check it out. I went there, I got an account, and then I inquired about a loan. Now I'm working with this older white woman, and she immediately tells me that I'm not qualified for anything. So I leave. I come back about a year later with two jobs this time and I'm greeted by another older white lady. She tells me that I'm still not qualified, that she needs to see more from me. So I leave. I come back a year later, this time with the best job that I've ever had that paid more than I'd ever been paid before. Also at this time, my friend is getting his second loan on a car. She looks at everything and says, that she needs to still see more. So I said, you know what, forget this. I'm gonna do it on my own. So I go out and I buy my first brand new car, high interest and all. A year later, I come back to get it refinanced and I'm greeted by a younger white woman. She takes a look and she sees everything that I've done and tells me that she just needs to see more. So I leave. About six months later, I decide to try one more time to get that car refinanced. This time I'm helped by a younger black gentleman. He takes a few seconds to look at everything and immediately approves me for that loan. I wonder why. Tell me as a white person when you've had any experience like that. Hmm.
0: As a white person, you do not experience racism, or at least don't experience racism to the degree that a black person or a non-white person experiences. You have not been invested. Did you hear that man's story? Did you hear what he had, the hell that he had to go through for 10 years just to get a loan, just to get into the bank? Now, let me elaborate more on what I'm trying to say. If you're a black person, you don't get declined service. If you're a white person, I should say, you don't get declined service because of your skin tone. That will never happen to you because the system was built for you. It was never built against you. And not only that, yeah, you might you might you might struggle through life, have hardships. I'm not denying that cuz everyone struggles through life cuz that's just life. But when but it becomes a it becomes an issue when you're being denied shit because of the skin, the, the the color of your skin, the race, your ethnicity. That's the, that's the problem. That's what we need to address. And that's what I'm talking about. Some of you are just too privileged in this world. And let's get to another topic. Privilege. Now, let's talk about privilege. I'm not off track, y'all. This is still... I'm still talking about the racism TikTok. Privilege plays a huge role. It plays a huge, huge role in... How TikTok works? The algorithm. We know the algorithm is messed up, because we all we all know what how an algorithm works. If you say, so for instance, if you go into TikTok and you watch videos that only pretend to dance and acting and stuff like those, you're gonna get mostly videos like those. And if you, that's how the algorithm works. It works based on what you watch or what you like to watch. But the algorithm pushes people who don't look like me. As a black person, it pushes people who look, who look like the Eurocentric standard of beauty. Oh, I said that word. <laughs> I struggle with it. That's why. Yeah, it pushes people like that, and that's where white privilege comes into play. Now let's talk about a little bit about white privilege. White privilege has been around for centuries now, for centuries, and people always take it at this, as, as po- as it being political or liberal or leftist. Listen. As y'all know, in my, my previous podcast, I don't, I don't get along with politics at all. So I stay really, really far away from it. I don't like getting political. I don't like talking about politics. I might, I might state my political views, which I don't really have much of. But otherwise, from that, I don't really care much about politics. I don't really care much about political, political figures. I might talk about them, yeah. But I really don't care about them because almost all of them didn't do anything. They just stood in the office, warmed their benches, and then got out of the office and called it a day. That's just my opinion. Now, when it came to white privilege, some people think it's a myth or think it doesn't exist. When white privilege has been around for centuries now, people, when people hear the word white privilege, when they hear the word white privilege, black fishing, um. Um, <laughs> also, that's another big one Cultural appropriation When they hear these words They instantly just automatically talk about Oh that's your political view When since my skin color has become a political view Or political opinion My skin tone and my race is Has nothing to do with politics It has never It has nothing to do with politics And any time people say that I just always look at you and, and you just, you just, I always look at you from the side I'm just like you really sound dumb at this point now, let me give you some example of what white privilege is. First, first, I'm gonna give you a video of this man expressing his ex- <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with y'all, he just talking crap out of his ass. This is what he has to say.
2: White privilege, let's talk about that. If you are white and you say you have white privilege, you're automatically a racist. Saying you're privileged because you don't have it as bad as the other races is racist. Oh, I don't have to worry about police brutality because I'm white and I'm privileged. I have white privilege. I don't have it as bad. That's racist. I don't think you hear yourselves when you're saying that. Saying you're privileged over other races is racism, as it distinguishes superiority over the other races. What we should be addressing is racial inequality, racism. White privilege is a myth. It's not a privilege to have a safe and healthy childbirth or to not be harassed by the police. Those are expectations as a U.S. citizen. Even my black and other minority friends say this does not exist. This is just another liberal idea that y'all have come up with, just like your 58,000 genders.
0: Did you hear what he said? And he was like, white privilege doesn't exist if you say you have white privilege, you're racist. Now, I, I gotta understand where he's coming from. I have to play devil's advocate to some extent, understand why he's like that or why he's behaving like that. He thinks white privilege doesn't exist and he thinks that people who think they have white privilege is the racist. Now, when it comes to white privilege, I think people who acknowledge, yeah, they acknowledge that they are white privilege and they use their white privilege to benefit, benefit people. <laughs> as, I, uh, as I was saying, they use their white privilege to help people who are not privileged now then again privilege is such a thing it's something that really is really sticky because a lot of people do have privilege even if you're black you have privilege but it's not racial privilege if that makes sense now let me explain what i'm trying to say like you have black people who are privileged with like a good life living in a decent home a stable home a stable family health good mental health now that's a privilege to have now it's not not a lot of people not a lot of black people are privileged with that now, the privilege that I'm talking about is a privilege that has to pertain to race. Every single black person, not even that, every single non-white person has been at a disadvantage to privilege. The system was not made for us. It was not built for us. And the system was made, made for the white man. It was never made for us. So that's what privilege mainly is. A, it's a touchy subject. A lot of people don't want to talk about it, but I'm always open to a decent conversation when it comes to these things. So, yeah, that's my take on privilege. Uh, Also, here's another example of what of what of why privilege, why privilege is a thing and why people should acknowledge that it is a thing.
6: Trigger alert. White privilege does not exist. And if you say it does, you are actively supporting segregation and, quite frankly, racism. What privilege do I have that my
3: black counterparts don't have?
0: good question let's talk about how you're statistically more likely to get job interviews when you whiten your name or how employers are more likely to consider white people with criminal records over african americans without criminal records interesting i wonder what that's called Let's talk about how if you're African American, you're over seven times more likely to be innocently convicted of murder, almost four times more likely to be innocently convicted of sexual assault, and 12 times more likely to be innocently convicted for drug crimes over white people. I wonder what that's called. White privilege is a real thing, and the sooner you accept it and acknowledge that you have it, the better you're going to understand where black people are coming from and understand why black people... Do what they do. The reason why we go onto the streets and protest. The reason why we we're on we are on these different outlets trying to express to find find our children. It's privilege goes deeper. It goes way deeper. That it's this is just a scratch. This is just a scratch on the surface. When we talk, when we're talking about um TikTok, privilege goes deeper than just a snow bunny getting more likes than a black person. It goes deeper than that. The sooner you a white person acknowledge their privilege, the sooner you will understand why people why black people do what they do. And that's all I'm gonna say for that. Is privilege is really a touchy sub a touchy subject. So it's really you have to really do the internal work, understand it, and come to a conclusion as to what it is. So yeah. Okay, and now back to TikTok. I mean I still was on the topic of TikTok, but anyways. <laughs> TikTok has produced, has produced these videos, and it's so shocking, it's, i watch, listen to this video. <laughs>
7: this is for the black thing that started on me earlier, so if you're not her, keep scrolling. Now, I feel like this needs to be said, because you've said what you want to say to me, so I'm going to say it to you now, it's your turn. You've got some cheek talking about me when you're wearing clothes like this. You look like you're wearing your father's jeans if you have a father because he's probably still at the shop getting milk. The state of your hair, serious, sort it out. You look like you've been dragged through a bush backwards love. And you've got the audacity to say stuff about me and a TikTok that I posted. Saying oh you don't know what colour you are. I know what colour I am and I prefer to be this colour than yours. And at least with my fake tan, that color washes off, but your color ain't coming off. So get back to the cotton fields and go make me another t-shirt.
0: Listen to that video, it genuinely genuinely scares me. You know, the, the only reason why it scares me is that people can be this bold to come up on this, come up on a platform like this and say all these things and get pushed. Like they get all these likes from all these different people. It's scary. It's really scary. And it shows you that racism, is still here and has never left especially from from air from her accent she's a british girl a lot of people don't think that racism is is like racism is only in america when it's not it's also in in um england all these different places racism is still there it's not just in america it is And, and not only that people talk about oh it's not that bad in it's not that bad in in england the fact that you're saying that it's not that bad shows that there's so much that goes on that we Americans don't... We Americans? Hold on. I'm not American. <laughs> that that Americans don't experience. I don't know what the hell is wrong with me. That, <laughs> that a lot of Americans don't realize that it's not only America racism racism is in. It's also in places like England, places like in Asia, places in like... Just a lot more places, <laughs> Can't bother to name all of them, but not a lot more places racism is still prevalent, and people always come and say and talk about um oh, when we bring up like the racist the racism that happened in the past, to we'll be like it's not happening to you Mother this like slavery is not is over and done with. Slavery is my grandma. Now let that sink in for a little bit. Slavery is basically your grandma. Your grandma lived through that, especially if if your grandma was born in the nineteen forties. Like growing up as a kid, your grandma experienced stuff like that, seen stuff like that. Seeing segregation go through, seeing seeing the, the stories that say whites only. That was your grandmother. Your grandmother seen those stuff growing up. It's crazy that it's crazy to think that. And I remember watching a video about it. And they're like they were like saying, Yeah, racism is basically your grandmother. No, now, it sounds bad. I'm not saying that racism is your grandmother. Racism is, I'm saying that your grandma has experienced it. That's what I'm trying to say. It sounds horrible, but I'm trying to say that your grandma has experienced it. But yeah, basically that's what I'm trying to say. That was your grandmother. Your grandmother grew up during the years of the Rosa Parks. Can you believe that? Like she's seen these things, especially if you live in America she's seen these things, and seen all of these all the craziness. The white's only stores, the segregation, the Jim Crow era. That was your grandmother. Cha 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 cha. But yet still you come to me and be like, "Oh, it's in the past." And even modern-day slavery is still a thing. We have the prison system. The prison system, we they're using they're using the inmates in prison to create all these things and push them out, and they're not getting paid. You know who is mostly being incarcerated? Do you know who is mostly being incarcerated? <laughs> Y'all ain't ready for that conversation, but that's another podcast, for another time. Now it wouldn't be fair if I don't stay if I don't um talk about the the racism, the ignorance, and the bias that's in our own communities, like different minority communities. Me being black, that's the only community that I really know. I don't really know about the Hispanic, the Asian. So I'm not gonna. Really, I'm not really tap into those. But we have our own biases or our ignorance against our own people. So for instance, you have colorism, you have texturism. Now that's a whole podcast in itself that I might create. I don't know, but that's a. Those are such huge topics that can't. Mm, oh, oh my God! It's, it's it's a it's a it's a thing. It's a thing, (laughs) and I'm not really going to get into it. But we have our own ignorance, our own biases, and our own racism against each other. So, and that's the thing, that it's really sad. Even I even have my own biases. Even my own biases and ignorance that I addressed in 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 late podcasts like back in the day. So y'all can go listen to that. But then, then again, that really goes to show what. What the colonizers have really done to us they really messed up our a rhythm or flow they took so much culture from us they took so much they took so much from us that we are just we're just divided in our own community that you have dark skins you have light skins you got mixed race you got all these communities within our community who are against each other well with mixed race I personally <laughs> Lord, y'all gonna kill me. Now, <laughs> now, with mixed race people, I personally don't think, if you're mixed with black and something else, I personally don't think you're black. Hear me out. Hear me out. Please hear me out. <laughs> I think you're just a mixed race person. I don't think you're black. I don't think you're entirely black and I don't really think you're entirely whatever your other race is. I just think you're mixed. You're mixed race. I know a lot of people don't agree with that I understand I'm always open for a good conversation talk to me now but that's just what I think I don't because it's, it, I think it's unfair to yourself it's just like you can't just entirely associate with the black the black the black side of you and you can't entirely associate with the other side of you I, like it's gonna be like a bit of a divide to you I understand you can you can acknowledge it yeah that's not something that you can do but I don't think you should just entirely just side with one side Take time to understand both of the sides that you have inside of you. <laughs> now, that, I know a lot of people are go, going to say shit about it, but that's just me. I just think that you should just categorize yourself as mixed race and not only black and not only white. And another thing, too, when it comes to black or African American, I think Raven Simone explained it the best.
6: I statement for it. I think that's one thing that kind So
1: you of... don't want to be labeled gay?
6: I don't want to be labeled gay. I want to be labeled a human who loves humans. I'm tired of being labeled. I'm an American. I'm not an African-American. I'm an American. Oh girl, don't, don't set up the started. Twitter on fire. Oh, <laughs> I'm my sorry. Lord. I mean, what? I'm oh, sorry. My Lord. What did you just say? Stop,
1: stop, stop the tape right now.
6: Okay. I will say this. What? I mean. I don't know where my roots go to. Mm -hmm. I don't know how far back they go. I can't go on, you know, I don't know how far back, and I don't know what country in Africa I'm from. But I do know that my roots are in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. I'm an American, and that's a colorless person, because we are all people. I have lots of things running through my veins.
1: I mean, you're going to get a lot of flack for saying you're not African-American. You know that, right?
6: I don't label myself.
1: Okay. So I want you to say what you really mean by that.
6: What I really mean by that is I'm an American. That's what I really mean. I have darker skin. I have a nice, interesting grade of hair. I connect with Caucasian. I connect with Asian. I connect with Black. I connect with Indian. I I connect with each culture.
1: You are a melting pot in one body. Aren't yes, we all yes, isn't that
6: what America's supposed to be?
1: Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. That's for what sure. it's
6: supposed to be. I personally feel that way.
0: Now, a lot of people not gonna fuck with what she said. I get it. I totally get it. But you gotta understand where she's coming from. You gotta gotta say that she makes some valid points, cause it's true. I know a lot of people wanna be like, oh, you're African American because you're black. That's true. I get that. I understand that. But you gotta understand. You gotta. She made some valid points. She doesn't entirely, you don't entirely know where you are. You're not sure if you're entirely from Africa. So just saying American, just call it at that. You're just, as Oprah said, you're a boiling pot pot of many things. And she said what she said. (laughs) She said what she said. And I agree 100% with Raven Samoa.
3: She did
6: what she did. She said what she said. I feel how I feel. And now it is what it is.
0: Okay, y'all, this is my final topic. I'm going to let y'all loose. <laughs> but the, now, the final topic is... Drumroll, please. No? No drumroll? Y'all are lame. Anyways, the final topic is fetishizing black people, especially black women. Let's get into it, y'all. Now, cha 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 child. The fetishizing of black people. It's nasty. Y'all are nasty. Y'all need to stop it
1: are you not ashamed of yourself are you not embarrassed this is really embarrassing
0: now when it comes down to the black fetish a lot of people with my with my experience with fetishes what I've learned so far about it because I'm still kind of confused about fetishes but I'm still I'm doing my best when it comes to fetishes I've found it out to be that people normally fetishize things and objects but in the case of what TikTokers are doing, they're fetishizing a whole group of people, which is creepy and weird. And there are, listen, there are genuinely people who genuinely like black women and they show this and, this, and they express this. But with the TikTokers that I see online, they do it just for the clout. They do it just because they know the insecurities of a, of a, of a, group, of a group of black people. I'm mostly, I'm gonna be focusing mostly on black women. Because this is the these are the main targeted groups that these men white men and non- white men try and target when it comes to when it comes to fetishizing now let's get into it let me give you a couple clips
7: yes I like black girls you might be asking Gabriel why do you like black girls well let me tell you the reason I like black girls so much is it's more of a preference um, I think it's time to end racism and they're beautiful I guess I don't-
0: Exhibit A, Gabriel. As you hear what he says, he it's just his preference and he wants to end racism. I did not know that was the code. Like that that's the code? That, that that's how you end racism? He's he's basically talking out of his ass and he's doing this just for a couple of clicks. And sadly, black women are going to be in his comments hyping him up and saying, "Oh yes, you can have me, you can take me. This <laughs> And can you blame them? You can't really blame them. Cause black men, the black community as a whole has treat has treating the black treating black women so terribly. And it's always it's always the ugliest, ugly ass looking raggedy ass ass niggas talking the talking the most shit. It's co- listen to this.
1: Girls and black Bald, and lace not a suck. Dark bitch stink for. Her. I'm gonna keep it a bean. It stink for.
2: Her. You haven't met one dark girl that smell good. Oh, girl, I'm just I'm just playing, like
0: chicken hey,
1: green, yeah. green. Just, just, just Do it with a dark skin. Put a bag over her face. First of all, dark. These, these black bitches look purple, right? And they're be bright pink. And
0: these are the same guys with black mamas, black grandmas, black sisters, and you and you say this about a black woman. I hope y'all sleep. I hope y'all sleep well at night. I really do, <laughs> cause this, this is so disgusting. You see, <laughs> it's not even funny. It's just like it's horrible. It's so terrible. There's nothing wrong with having a preference. If you don't, if you don't prefer to date a black woman, that's totally fine. You have free will. Do whatever you want to do. But when you start tearing down that group, a group of women, just for amusement or just for clicks or for just a couple of giggles, you need to reevaluate your life. And not only that, even 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 the guys who do date black women, if you have to uplift one group of women to tear and tear down another. You need to re everything you you're you're thinking right now. Your mentality is off. It's really off and it's really sad. So I can't really blame a blame a black woman if she goes to another group of men group group of men, another go to a group of white men, go to Asians, like go to different groups of men and not their own. Because this is the shit that they have to go through. These are the things grown ass black men say about them with their with the have the old facing camera and everything, not being shy. They're <laughs> Just saying whatever they want to say out of their asses. Can I blame them? I can't. Cause this is what this is. These are what this is what they treat and other things. This is what and another thing too. Like, like light skinned women eat this kind of thing up because they because they realize that not light. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Light-skinned women and other races see these kind of thing and eat this kind of, eat this up and be like, oh, so y'all don't want them, but y'all want me. And they take, and they just relish in all this and think they have the audacity to try and come in and join the conversation and be like, and say the same thing. Now, this doesn't only apply to black women. This also apply to, to, um, what's it called? (laughs) Also apply to black men as well. It's it's a two-sided coin with the same face. But black women have, got, have gone through so much and don't, they don't deserve this. If you don't prefer them, it's, it's, don't prefer them. Simple as that. It's that you, have a, you can have a preference, your free will. You can choose whatever you want to choose. But don't tear a group of people down just to uplift. Get a couple giggles. Get a couple laughs. Is it really worth it? And y'all, the same one with the big ass raggedy, mama, big ass raggedy mamas sitting in the chair at home not doing shit. But hey, <laughs> I said what I said. My put my my page is private. Not private. My page is public. You can come at me anytime you want. My Instagram is Lawrence on the Rocks. I said what I said. Bro,
3: I'm just going to make the video real quick. What video? About how I like the monkeys. Oh yeah, they the go blacks. crazy over there. Like that's a quick 100,000 followers right there.
4: Yeah, no, for right. sure.
3: I don't understand how you cannot like black girls. Like the way the sun hits their melanin. They're amazing. And if you don't you need to get your eyes checked.
0: Bro. They're gonna
3: eat that shit up. They're gonna it eat.
0: Oh my God, just a quick look up. That was a black girl. She was making a skit, a replication of what, of what they, these people are doing to get black women. It's not- <laughs> just, just giving it you a heads up. It's a black girl. And then you got idiots like this saying things like this. Oh bad bitch.
1: What kind of bad bitch? Right now. What kind of bad bitch? A melanin queen.
0: Now Dylan love. <laughs> you know damn well you don't like no melanin. If I was to go up in your phone right now. Go through your Instagram. Go through your Instagram followers. I would have to use a magnifying glass to find that melanin. <laughs> if I go through your TikTok right now. It's going to be all these white women. Come on. This is just a prime example of what of what tiktok is like it's a cesspool of ignorance racism colorism um it's it's just a cesspool of just just basically racism and ignorance
1: <sighs>
0: what can you do and to all my wonderful black women out there never let a nigga like 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 the ones in the video like and the one hearing from the video Never listen to them Be who you are be the wonderful person you you were made to be Do <laughs> Never let a nigga like that tell, tell you tell you what you are. You know who you are be who you are. Just be the best version of yourself. Oh Yeah, before I end my video, I almost forgot to post this video y'all
3: Hey, today we're making First we have
2: black. black. Yeah,
3: yeah, pretty black. Yeah. Next we have don't, don't have a dad.
5: Don't have a dad? Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then we have eat watermelon
4: and fried chicken. Fried chicken and yeah.
2: watermelon, yeah, that's
4: pretty yeah, good. That's
2: pretty nice. Yeah, Next one is uh, make good choices, let's um, see. Oh, oh,
3: oh there's, there, there's nothing there. Next we have rob people
2: specifically
3: whites
2: yeah they do that last one is
0: go to jail Um now this is the apologies that she made her name is steph by the way i want to apologize for the abrupt video i've posted i know in my heart how wrong it was my boyfriend is racist and he slowly normalizes racism on me now girl Stop! I like that. Why she she's basically blaming her boyfriend for normalizing his racism on him. First of all, if that's the case, which is not, why do you still have your boyfriend if you know that he's racist or has racist tendencies? You know that he's like this. You clearly because you say he slowly normalized it too. So that means he already has it normalized in himself. So why do you even have a boyfriend like that? Let's continue. And why did she blame him? Because he... First of all, you the video is clear as day. It's clear he doesn't have a gun behind you, forcing you or pushing you to throw the water into the sink. It's clear he's not holding you by the hair or... hes It's clear he's not... He's not doing anything to force you to do anything. You said what you said. Let me continue. Still, I should have never have let him. I believe blacks are human too. Now, anybody who says blacks... As I, I don't have anybody who refers to Black person as blacks, girl, no. It's I automatically think you're racist. It's, just, it's always African American, Black people, people of color. It's never blacks. Come on now. <laughs> Let me continue. Made in the image of Christ. I have disappointed God, and I want to apologize. Please, please don't contact my college. It's my future. One mistake should not ruin a life. Also, please stop with the death threats, again, I apologize, sincerely, Steph. <laughs> Girl, back. Oh my god. <laughs> when I saw that video, I wanted to be like... Other Caucasians to the
1: back. Immediately. Immediately. Honestly, thank you. Looks better already.
0: Y'all, that's the end of my podcast. I've been doing this for like five hours now. <laughs> I said what I said. And yeah. I just want to thank you guys so much for always listening out. And I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Share me. Rate me. And yeah. And a shout out to these couple creators that actually that actually took influence from this video. First is most of Marie. She's on YouTube. She does mainly Content like this, most of Marie. That's one of them. Um, nor hold on, hold on, I forgot the name, and the other one is oh, oh, sorry. The one is Norty and and Distant Choice. These are like the three that I really took inspiration from, took a couple of videos from them. I love y'all, and yeah. This was actually really fun to me because I really just wanted to get my opinions out. Um, As I said, I'm on Instagram, Lawrence on the Rock. You can follow me. If you have like an issue, you can DM me. I don't know. That's the only place I know that you can really contact me if you are one of those people who seem to be bothered by what I said. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I got. Again, thank you guys for listening to me. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And I send them my podcast. Bye. Brandon out.
1: This comment right here. So let's put all that hair growth stuff on hold for a millisecond. And let's have a come to your ancestors meeting. I got this comment a while back. And when I tell you out of all the comments I have gotten, this one right here still lingers and plays in the back of my head to this day. Because I'm here to tell you that this stuff gets deeper than hair. When the slave trade happened, they took more than just our hair from us. They took everything. And when I tell you everything, I really do mean everything. They took our names and our native language at that. They took women, men, and children. And don't let you be from the same tribe. Because they made sure to not only disperse the family members, but also to disperse those in the same tribe. And our traditional clothing and attire, poof, be gone. Strip them of that. And our religion and our spirituality, couldn't practice that. In our crowns shaved them and made sure that we didn't wear those hairstyles ever again just to sum it up they stripped us of our entire lifeline anything that connected us to our roots our culture back home they wanted it to be gone even after slavery was abolished we still couldn't wear our hair they passed laws such as this to make it illegal to wear our hair in public and what did we do we finessed we made head wraps and bunnies which are still around to this day And when it comes to hair and beauty, slavery still has effects on us to this day because for a very long time, our ancestors, our grandparents, our parents had to conform to the Eurocentric standard of beauty. As a black woman and a proud black woman at that, when I see other black men and women wearing those intricate hairstyles that our ancestors could not wear, I applaud them because you know what? That's a step forward in breaking those shackles that we call the Eurocentric standard of beauty away. So when we see pictures like this, This and this, we are very quick to call it out as cultural appropriation because it is. Because braids and twists, no matter if it's our rear hair or weave, is a part of our culture. And don't let me forget about wigs or braided wigs. That stuff being around, that's a part of our culture too. And locks, that too. And I said all of that to say this. We get shunned and criticized and shamed for a lot of things that we don't need to do it to each other. I was even told in the past at a job I used to work at by my black boss, male and female, that if I returned to work with my hair like this, that I can come back. And to address what I stated in my previous video, no, I do not think that if you wear those hairstyles back to back that you don't love your natural hair. Whether it's wigs, braids, twists, crochets, locks, so forth. I do not think that. If anything, it's actually the opposite. You know why? Because you're paying homage to those ancestors and the people before you that couldn't, that had to relax their hair or straighten their hair just to fit into society. Black
2: people's
0: power is our creativity. I mean, we basically have really created everything. Our kryptonite is we don't know how to come together as
1: a race. Oh,
0: bye. Oh, yeah, and by the way, by the, for the past couple, two Podcasts, I've played, the capacity related to the race, that is, I played a video, a visual, <laughs> a sound clip at the end, it's by a TikTok about the name of finesse underscore queen, finesse underscore queen 95, and she flawlessly explains anything that has to do with black, black people, black people, slavery, she does a great job, her videos are fantastic, I would, if you have TikTok, go ahead and follow her and watch her videos. She's really educational, and it's really good to know certain of the, certain things that she talks about. Oh yeah, happy Black um, Happy Black History Month! I got more coming. This is this was logs. So I'm really exhausted now, but yeah, see you guys.